Yokoso, bienvenidos, salud, privet. Hello and welcome to Ticket to Life. I hope everyone is having a great, and when I say that, I mean it. I mean, I mean it with all my heart. I hope that you're having a great day, a great, and if not, do something that will help you have that great day. Finish it, you know, with a, with a wonderful, positive thought. So I hope everyone again is doing well. I have a fun fact. Well, really, it's kind of a, it's not really a fun fact. It's kind of disturbing. I mean, it's very disturbing. I should save my fun facts or my thank yous and everything always towards the end. That way you'll have to listen to the podcast or at least fast forward it to download it. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, a a, this is kind of a disturbing little story that I found. Believe it or not, there, okay, you know, liver transplants are very hard to come by. I mean, there's these waiting lists for these people who are waiting to get a liver just to survive and live. So there's this crazy doctor. I don't even, I think it was just this year that they found out. And he was a British surgeon. And this was recorded by the BBC News. So anyway, he was a British surgeon who would brand his initials on his patient's livers. What? Now that is absolutely nuts. Why? Why would you do that? These people are thrilled that you are performing surgery to keep them alive. But there is, uh, the reason they found this was because um, there was one of the, one of the uh, livers did not, one of the transplants did not go well. So um, another doctor found them while he was performing surgery on that patient. And, and yes, he reported that. And I don't know how he, I'm sure he didn't have like a brand like they do cattle, but they probably had some surgical thing. But that is absolutely ridiculous. I just cannot believe that someone would do that. So this, this, these are crazy people. Yeah, you're entrusting them with your life and you're branding your stinking initials. Hello, let's rethink this. So to all those that are waiting for a transplant, I, I hope this is a good thing to know that they have caught this crazy man and he's no longer a doctor. By the grace of God, he has been written off because that's ridiculous. Anyway, I don't know. That was not a fun fact, but it is an interesting story to think that someone would do that. Anyway. Um, today I'm going to talk, I think I have another podcast that's about parenting. I just have recently talked to a lot of parents and, and, um, well, I don't know a lot of parents and most of the kids are older, but I'm not, I've talked to them. I have seen how their kids have, have grown. <coughs> excuse me. And, um, excuse me. And, um, 
it's interesting to think how things have changed so much from when I was a child and from when people in their 30s and 40s were children. And a lot of it, honestly, has to do with life changes. Uh, I, again, believe that cell phones are good for to a certain degree. I mean, you've heard me complain about those. There's a podcast on the new addiction and their cell phones because literally cell phones have become a lot of these kids' best friends. Kids are what I've heard. I have spoken to one mom and she said they no longer chat on the phone. They use Snapchat or TikTok and that's how they converse. And she says they do silly things. They do, um, she said they're not even like, you know, taking pictures of landscapes or the skies or birds. They're taking pictures of their wall or their eyeball or the inside of their mouth or up their nose. I mean, silly pictures. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's why I don't get that. I'm sure there's, I mean, sure, I'm sure it's funny too, but I don't, I, I feel that our, teens have lost a lot of social skill and of course I'm going to blame the pandemic again I think a lot of people have lost how to communicate with people but I just don't understand the whole thing so this is about why where what are we doing as parents what okay so now I'm a grandparent what will I do when my sweet granddaughters are older how will I handle it well of course it's not really up to me uh, because I'm not their parent but I may have some suggestions and my daughter is always such a sweetheart and always listens I'm sorry I hate the word sweetheart I did not mean to call you that my lovely daughter I hate that I used to work at a place and firemen came in there all the time and they were always saying hey sweetheart it just would make me gag. Well, anyway, so much for that. <laughs> anyway, um, back to back to being a, a parent. Um, I think that we as parents, grandparents, those raising kids, because a lot of grandparents are actually raising their grandchildren now, have to go back to yesteryear. That sounds crazy, but we have to go back and teach our kids responsibilities. I have a friend who was being very honest with me, and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing. It's not a secret because I know she's not the first and she's not going to be the last that told me she was a disservice to her children. Now, her children are grown, married, and I'm like, what do you mean you were a disservice to your kids? And she said, I did everything for them, everything. And I said, well, I did everything for my kids too, you know, go get their clothes, get, you know, supplies and stuff. She said, no, literally, I did everything until they were in college. And even then, she probably would have done it had she been able to. They did not know how to cook. Not that everybody needs to learn how to cook, but you should be able to know how to scramble an egg. You should be able to make spaghetti. I mean, come on. Those are pretty simple, basic things. And she said, I did everything. I did their laundry. I took care of everything for them. 
And I, we did too. I have to admit, we did take care of that stuff. But by the time my kids were in middle school, which here is seventh grade, or it was, they've changed it some, seventh grade, my kids were doing their own laundry. I thought they were old enough and needed to know how to do their laundry. And, you know, I know people like um, laundry done a certain way. Well, if your kids want to learn, which they probably will not, you've got to teach them some basic life skills because they are going to go out there on their own. Now, I, ha- I have another story of someone who um, she is a, she does housekeeping. She cleans houses for a living. And she told me of one house that she's no longer taking care of them um, that they, and they were, the parents were out of town a lot because they traveled for their job. So the kids are teenagers. And the kids wouldn't do their laundry. They just would buy new clothes. And I guess that was okay with the parents because they weren't there, which I, I understand. I, I, no, I don't. I don't get that. So what they would do, they would wind up throwing some good quality clothing away. And it wasn't that they didn't have a washer. They just didn't I guess want to wash and and she told me that they would find uh, while cleaning this house they would find bags of new clothes in the trash when they were emptying out you know the trash from inside the house and she said that she had to stop because she saw how much waste I mean they weren't able to care for themselves it is basic. I mean, it's not hard to keep your place clean. I'm, I'm not, I'm pretty, I'd like my house tidy. I, I, it's, it's always clean. I, that, but that's who I am, but that's how I was raised. I always think, uh, I guess that was my mom or someone told me, always have your house looking nice as if you're expecting guests. So now it's not always that nice, but, <laughs> you know, but um, I do try to keep my house in order. Um, but anyway, so I, I really feel like it's so important for us to teach kids how to do laundry. I mean, you don't even have to use the different temperatures for that. You can wash anything in cold water, anything. Now, how many people really have used white socks and white underwear anymore like we used to you had to do all the white separate no I mean I don't I may have a couple of white socks that I use in the winter with my sneakers or something I don't know I don't think I do but it's easy laundry is easy you, you show them how to measure you you can even write it down on a post-it and put it by the wash teach your kids how to do their own laundry we've got to teach our kids because you're not going to be here forever folks <laughs> teach them how to do laundry. That's it. Put some detergent in there. Start it up. If you want to use fabric softener, great. Then, you know, now uh, Downey has all of those great boost scents, which I love. Um, Put them in there. Let them go. Let it take them. Tell them if it's cotton. And no, they're not going to check. Trust me. Kids aren't going to check. But you trust, trust them to say, just put everything in low heat. (laughs) Just and they'll be doing their laundry. And when they don't, guess what? They're going to run out of stuff. And they will have to do their laundry. And I do understand. But we've got to make our kids more responsible for themselves. Um, cooking. 
cooking's pretty easy. Uh, it, I mean, I'm not expecting to see you on, um, <laughs> you know, a, a show on TV cooking to teach your children, although they probably have one. Um, but it's pretty easy. Teach them how to make simple dishes. Some kids may enjoy it and really want to start cooking. And I mean, how many of us have a crock pot? If you don't have one, go buy one. Show them. You can put frozen chicken in there. A can of uh, cream of mushroom, cream of chicken soup. Toss some frozen vegetables in there. Put on low all day long. You can go to work because this is what I used to do. Put it on before work. You're home by five. And if it's on low, it's not going to burn. It just simmers and cooks. And it's great dinner. You know, make some rice or, you know, have some rolls on the side. Something simple. Kids just need to learn how to do this stuff. How many of us have even taught our kids? And I'm not talking children of toddler age or first or second grade. I'm talking about preteens. I'm talking about uh, anywhere from 13, 12 to, you know, college age, 18. Um, Teach them how to put gas in the car. These are life skills and they're vital that our kids know how to do them. And some people say, oh, I'd rather do it myself because they're going to ruin something. Well, you know, you can supervise them. It's not like you're going to have them do your own laundry. Trust me, it'll take a little bit off of your back that you don't have to worry about it. They can take care of that. I have a friend who she said her granddaughter, I think she's in fifth or sixth grade, she's already doing her laundry. So it, it's it's a simple task. And these are simple, basic things. But I really think we need to go back in time, as I said. And if you had uh, a maid in the house or, you know, ask them to teach you. Ask them. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is is talking to your kids. How much time do you actually spend with your children after school? Do you pick them up from school or do you pick them up when you get off work? Or if you're a stay-at-home uh, parent and they come home and it's like, well, let's go. And you're ready to go because you're taking them off to practice for a sport or lessons, a piano or, you know, in the instrument or tutoring. Take advantage of that car time. Car time is the absolute best time to talk to your kids. T-A-L-K. Literally talk to your children in the car. There's no distractions except for the cell phone. (laughs) Take the phone, yours included, because you know you're just as guilty of it. Put it down. Just say, let's put our phones down and let's chat about today, especially your day. Oh, mom, you know, nothing happened. I need my phone. No, you don't. (laughs) You can talk to your friends after we chat. I mean, even if it's a 10 minute drive from your house to wherever you're taking them, take advantage of that 10 minutes. Get to spend some quality time with your kids. These are so important. This is how you start to bond with your kid. This is how your kids start to trust you and you trust your child. My kids were invited to parties. I would always be the the parent that would say, oh, we'll pick up if you can 
you tell one friend, uh, you take the kids to the party and I'll pick up because most parents don't want to go pick up their kids because it's late. When I say late, it's 11 or whatever. So when my kids would go to parties, we would always, I would always want to be the one to pick them up. Why? Because that's when all that enthusiasm and excitement from the party is going on in the back seat, and you can hear everything that happened. Say, <laughs> so, hey, did y'all have a good time? Yeah. And then they'll just start talking to each other. But you're in the know then. And that's a good thing. The other thing was we did always tell our kids once they were in high school and if they did attend a party at someone's house, if you drink and they're driving at this point, do not hesitate to call us. We don't want you drinking, but if there is drinking going on, you call us. We will not be mad, but you will not get behind that wheel. And luckily, they never did call us. Uh, my kids, by the grace of God, were very responsible, at least that I know of. Um, but yes, that's, those are the things. You need to set these plans and set these things in your kid's mind just to let them know that you love them, you care about them, and you're looking out for their best interests. Share with them. It's just very important. That's, I mean, we had the best talks in, in our van because we had a uh, Sienna, Toyota Sienna. Love that van. It was the best. We had great trips in that car. We had great talks in that car, our van. Um, anyways, so try to put those phones down. And if they whine about it, you know what? Tell them, look, put it down now or you don't get it when you get home. Oh, I don't want to hurt my kids' feelings. Well, they'll be fine. Trust me. You're paying for, they've got a roof over their head and food on the table and you're doing their laundry probably. But Take advantage of that time because that is the best time, especially after school. It's fresh on their mind. It's, they can tell you what happened, you know, hey, you know, how's English going? How is this going? Hey, how's your friend Joe Blow? How is, you know, find out information from your kids that, so that you will have something in common next time you are with them. Become their parent slash car friend where you can talk. That's the best time, like I said. And I mean, remember, when kids start going through puberty, it's tough. Things are changing. Their bodies, their friends, they lose friends that they thought were best friends forever. And their friends start doing something different or hopefully not do anything bad, but they go a different route. So Anyway, most just just remember these are important times. So teach your kids some basics. Cleaning the room. Oh my gosh. I clean my kids' room because they don't do a good job of it. So I do it. Okay. What's with cleaning a room? Pick up your clothes. I am not, I've never been a person to have clothes on the floor. I don't know why people, I mean, everyone should have a hamper or at least a laundry basket, something. You don't want to wear it? Stick it in there and wash it the next load. Just there's no reason to have laundry or wet towels on the floor. Pick them up. will take seconds, not even a minute. It takes less seconds. And they can keep their rooms clean. Okay, I'm a, I make my bed up daily. My kids had to make their beds up daily. I don't know if they still make their beds up. That's their business because they both have homes now. Um, but those are things that, simple things that I was raised to do. And they can do too. And again, this is going to follow them 
when they do leave for college or the military or tech school, whatever. Kids need to know basics. Survival. That's what they are. They're survival skills. And cooking, eating right, making your bed. (laughs) That's mine. Uh, (laughs) That's not a survival skill, but I like to throw that in. Uh, Putting gas in the car, being responsible. That's what we need to do or we could do. I'm not telling you how to raise your child. These are things I think that are important for a child's future. Because you're going to send them off to college or wherever. Don't let them be the kid who doesn't know what the heck they're doing and call home or get on the internet just to figure out how do I, how much detergent to put in the laundry. So anyway, these are things that I really feel we need to do with our kids. And most importantly, you need to have God in your life. Before cleaning and responsibility, always have God in their life. Let them know they're not alone and they can pray. If they can't talk to you, let them know that they can pray. It will get them through things and it will help you. But be patient with them because growing up is hard, if you remember. And I really believe it's even harder for our kids now. So these are my little, I guess, uh, (laughs) tips about what we can do to help our kids grow for their future because it's just important. They will appreciate it so much when they are gone. They will know how to do their laundry. They will know how to make spaghetti. They'll know how to throw something in the crock pot. They'll know how to clean their toilet. I know that's disgusting, but you know, you can squirt stuff in there, or get the cleaners that go in the tank or whatever. Teach them how to put gas in a car. Teach them responsibilities because you are not going to be around forever. Heck, you never know. You and your husband may wind up moving to Costa Rica or something. So then you're really never going to see them. Anyway, so these are my little helpful tips on how to help your kids learn some life skills, learn to be responsible. Again, we don't get to spend that much time with our kids. They grow so fast. And then you miss them. I miss my kids. I love having my kids around. Thank God they like us because they do come around and visit. So this is Henry. Count your blessings. You know it's your family. And until next time, I hope you teach them. Always have you to turn to. Thanks for listening. And these are, again, just my opinions. Mm -hmm.